Welcome to In the Green Room, a podcast from the New Theatre Royal Lincoln, where we'll bring you show news, interviews with the stars, glimpses of life backstage, and maybe just a bit of gossip from behind the scenes as well. For this episode, we're with marketing executive, very posh title, Ollie. Is it Ollie or Oliver? What we'll do you prefer? I'll go with Ollie, but I'll. Ollie. Susan, if you want anything, you want. That, that's really, fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get called Susan when I'm in trouble. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Ollie Rushby is uh, with us today. So obviously, you get to see a lot of all the behind-the-scenes stuff. You're yes. in the office. You're doing. You actually, you are the lifeblood of the theatre. You make it all happen. Don't <laughs> well, tell Natalie you say I so, said yeah, that. Yeah, Don't tell not. the boss I said that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, if it weren't for you, people wouldn't know what's going on at the theatre. Oh, I'm not sure. Well, thank you very much. I think yeah. <laughs> You make me sound more important than I am. Uh, that's a good team effort, isn't it? I think we all yeah. have our part to play. But yeah, I suppose in a nutshell, my job is to make sure people do know. And if they don't know, then you know, it's my fault, really. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So why didn't anybody turn up? Oh, I forgot to tell people about yes, that one. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so you've not, in relative terms, you've not been here that long, have no, you? No, no. So I've been about five and a half months now yeah. in this stint, anyway. So yeah. 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 If you can hear noise in the background today, I think you just had a big delivery for the bar going yes, on, isn't there? Yes, we have. There? Yeah, we've got so. some new glasses in, actually. Oh, so. very nice. We're making a movement towards plastic glasses, I think. Yeah. Ah. So, obviously, with, you'll know this yourself, but when we go between the, the bar and the auditorium, you have to go from glass to plastic. Mm. Um, so what we're doing is just get some nice plastic glasses, so you don't have to change them into the plastic cups, so you can yeah. just go straight through. It's more seamless. It's, just easier for everybody then. Isn't yeah, it? it's this is the thing with the theatre. Everybody kind of mucks in with different jobs That's and it, yeah. everybody overlaps. And yes. it isn't just about putting the productions on. There's all the bit about making the visitor experience, yeah, the audiences who are coming, giving them a, yeah. a, a wonderful night out, isn't it? Definitely, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And in fact, we're recording this the day after um, that there's been a, a big relaunch of the, the new menu and everything yes. for the Prosecco Bar yeah. and Bistro. There's a few tired eyes around today, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you have to test. What's of course you do, yeah. It would be rude yeah. not to. Yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was a good night. Uh, yeah. yeah. We had a good little boogie. Um, we did. We had Dan Hadfield in who uh, did his a few swing songs and a few of his Gary Barlow. Yeah, his alter ego is yeah. Gary Barlow, isn't it? He doesn't so look like him, doesn't he? He does. He does. I sent a video to my daughter and yeah. she said, Is that Gary Barlow? Yeah. I said, Well, leave you to ponder that one <laughs> but it was a good night but this really is the thing night. isn't it it's about as well as putting the shows on people can they can come and have a meal they that's can it. have a drink and they can make a real night that's of it. I think that's what we're really keen to do is, is to push that you're not just coming to theatre it's a proper night out you can come and enjoy a meal before. and even when even if you're not coming to the show it, we're going to be open for, for meals and show nights and I think Thursday Friday Saturday as well so just come along and have a drink even if you're not coming to see a show it's just going to be a, yeah. going to be a nice vibe I think and it? also for people making that transition from work in the city it's That's like it, you yeah. don't have to go home no, to have not. your night out yeah. yeah go and have something to eat and drink Definitely. there you go full night out so five and a half months you've, yes. you've, you've been here and compared to where you've worked before yeah. what's it like Different, yeah, completely different. So I was working at a, a it was part of the ATG group, um, and it was down in Woking. It was, it was a, it was a big theatre. The main theatre held about thirteen hundred seats, um, and it was a much bigger team. So, in our marketing department, we had a few of us, um, and we kind of each had a few shows between the, the three, four, five of us that were there. And here it was a much niche, smaller team, yeah. Um, so yeah, we worked on massive musicals down there, and here we're working on your kind of your one-night shows that are coming out. So your, your tribute acts, your comedians, your, your 
really quirky niche place and stuff. It's really good fun. Yeah. I love it. It's a complete contrast. And it's a smaller venue. I mean, what's the, what's the capacity? It's around 475, which is so intimate, but oh, yeah. I love this place. It's, but you walk, you walk in and there is something very magical about Completely. it. Completely. It's really funny. I, I used to speak to um, guys that I worked with down there who were the, the touring productions and stuff. If I ever got on to sp speaking about Lincoln, they said, oh, you've been to the New Theatre Royal? I said, oh, yeah, of course. I used to work there when I was younger and stuff. And I said, everybody says how much they love the theatre because it's got such a, when you're standing on the stage, it's such like an intimate feel. But it's, it still seems quite vast, I think, because everybody's kind of on top of you. But I mean, it's not just that it's not just on stage. It's like walking around backstage. Everything's just got so much character and just got a lot of history here. And isn't it? Ian Marston, he's, he's the, the stage manager here as well, and yeah. he's very protective about oh, well, yeah. his stage and his theatre yes. and all, all the decor as well. Because this is a listed building as well, yeah. which has its challenges in it, itself. It does, it does, it does. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. And as you walk in, there the, there is something very very magical yeah. about it. Um, so as you're saying. It's, you're revisiting your I childhood am, yeah. in a way. So did, yeah. what did you used to do? So as a kid, um, I, well, I first performed here actually when I was about 10, 10 or 11 in an Alvin Stardust. Um, it was a night of Alvin Stardust. It was a Christmas show. I can remember it. I've never been so nervous in my life. <laughs> we got called up and we were like, oh, you're going to be back in singers, all the kids from the theatre school that I went to. Um, and we had to sing Christmas songs basically. And I remember sitting on the, standing on the side of the stage going, I don't know half these songs really. And then he just chipped us on stage and we just basically pretended to sing or sang the words that we knew. We'd like stick in the microphone in our, yeah. in our mouths. And uh, I can remember looking out, looking out and seeing all these people having a great time. I thought, ace, I yeah. want to do this or want to be within this world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that went on from there. Did a few pantos here and then kind of moved on. As I got older, I worked backstage here and yeah, so. Yeah, but that's the thing as well as an industry. Mm. There are so many different things to do. Completely. If the, if the actually being in the spotlight isn't yes. for you, there is... There's so much to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. When, I, when I went to uni, I kind of thought, that's it, I'm leaving theatre behind, I've done that bit. And after three years of uni, I was like, ah, it's dragging me back, it's pulling me back. It's just got a... You know, just being around theatre people, it's just got a very... Yeah. Something very absorbing about it, but yeah. It's yeah, and it's... it's if, if you're not a nine-to-five person... Mm -hmm. Um, that, that's the other thing about it. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. not very nine to five. Yeah. No, it's definitely it, not a nine to five job. Not in any way, shape, no, or you form. Do, you do it for the love of it, completely. So, <laughs> um, you're not going to go back on the stage. You're quite I'm happy doing yeah, what yeah. you're doing. I think so. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to burst onto stage at panto time. Well, we don't know. Nat hasn't yeah. told me. I, I thought I'd retired from it, but it depends if Nat's down a month or two. I suppose <laughs> if she needs me to, if Barney wouldn't need a day off, I might drop in as well. Now. <laughs> If you need another Robin Hood, yeah. Natalie is what he's saying. Natalie, the artistic director here, <laughs> who's very much got ahead in, in everything panto at the moment. Yes. We've got the press launch coming up very, yes, very soon. So it's all building up. It's all building up. Madness. But it isn't just panto. It's not. No, you're right. It's not. There is lots and lots happening. Um, so let's have a look at the, the diary yeah. for October. Um, and tell us what, what's, what you've got coming up. A bit of everything, really. Yeah. So from from dance to more tributes to, well, everything in between. I think we've got a third of October, we've got Swan Lake coming uh, from the Russian State uh, Ballet and Opera House. They've been a couple of times before they've been, they brought the Nutcracker last year and previously they brought Swan Lake as well. So uh, that's going to be a really grand, I mean, they, they come in, they, they take over backstage, there's loads of, the cast is huge. And so that's going to be a really fun, fun night. I think I'll stick around for that one. Yeah. Um, never actually seen Swan Lake myself. I've, I've, I've never sat through a whole no. Swan Lake. I've seen, you obviously see bits, there are yes. parodies, aren't there, yes. that you, you catch on television for various things. But that, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Be good fun, that, so. Yeah. Enjoy, yeah. looking forward to that. 
Um, I've got my list in front of me here, so I just don't uh, make sure I don't miss anything too important. Um, <laughs> Elkie Brooks is coming as well. Um, oh, she's amazing. I didn't realise how, how honest, me being very blasé here, but I didn't realise how famous she was, to be fair, until I started like reading into her. She, yeah. she used to perform with the Beatles and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. It's crazy. So. Yeah, and um, well, she, she used to sing with Robert Palmer. She was in another yeah. band with yes, him as you're well. Right, yeah. yeah, so yeah. She's, she's done, done crazy, all yeah. sorts. and huge hits during yeah, the 80s yeah. as, as, as well and she's got she's got a smoky voice yes. hasn't she she's got a really yeah of old school rock and roll that, yeah kind of the ilk of I don't know kind of Susie Quattro-ish a little yeah. bit like that kind of thing yeah. but yeah she, she's absolutely really amazing like that. yeah that's yeah. going to be a good night yeah. good night okay um, uh, Private Peaceful which is one of the Michael Mapurgo's um, stories obviously the writer of War, War Horse um, so there's another wartime um, themed piece, um, basically about a, a guy who's awaiting a firing squad, which seems really kind of dark, but it's, it's a very emotive piece and it's really good for um, kind of teens and stuff. I think some schools do actually study on their curriculum, so that's, that should be a really good one. I think that's on the Saturday, 5th of October. That should be a nice, um, should be a nice yeah. day. But that, that's the thing with the theatre as well. You've got mm. the flexibility to, you cater for different age groups, different audiences. And, and this is why people really need to keep an eye on what's coming up yeah. because there's some unexpected stuff in there, there is, as yeah. well. Really diverse what we, what we yeah. do bring. So. Yeah. But I mean, that's what theatre is for everyone, isn't it, at the end of the yeah. day? I mean, I, I think everybody kind of remembers the first time they came to the theatre. I think I came here to see, must be, I think it was the Chuckle Brothers years and years <laughs> ago. Um, I was to ask my mum because my, my memories are obviously very fuzzy of me being a four-year-old yeah. or whatever, but yeah. Well, I, I, well, in the last podcast that we did, yeah. I discussed with Natalie, I was saying about the first pantomime that I came mm. to see, 1977. Okay, Because I'm that, that old, it was Aladdin. And the, po- oh, bless you, bless you. And um, the poster for it yeah. is in the new VIP area oh, in the Prosecco Bar and Bistro, yes. So uh, it, it, it's there. But I can still remember that vividly as a child. Magical, the colour, the excitement, these larger-than-life characters on yeah. stage. It, it was it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, what else did I come to see? Oh, I can remember it was my friend's birthday party, mm. and they said, oh, we're going to treat you and your friends to go to the theatre. And we came to see, it was a show called Presto the Magic Rabbit. And that's just suddenly come back to me. I'd forgotten about I'm that, and sure it suddenly come back to me. No, no, it was, uh, yes, it's this magic rabbit who performed on stage called Presto. It kind of says it in the title, that's really. Does, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's just reminded me. And then I can remember coming to see some of the amateur productions yes. as well. Um, the Lincoln Amateur Operatic and Dramatic Society. It was the mid-80s, come to see Oliver. They did Oliver oh, yeah. here as well. In fact, one of the, my mates from school, he was playing the Artful Dodger in it. That's why oh, cool. I came to see it as well. So... Yeah, it, it, there are points in your life it suddenly yeah. takes you back to. When you walk in these doors, it's like, yeah, I've been here before and it was for this reason and that yeah. reason as I think well. for me it was the moment I actually thought this is what I want to do before I started the whole stage school thing was coming here to see Annie. Um, I saw like a school production at, at my uh, local secondary school. And I was like, oh, that's, that was good fun. I'll go and watch it. We saw it on here. So my mum bought me here and I watched them on stage. I thought, that's ace that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I could actually, I can remember this, is, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I've started now, so I might as well continue. <laughs> and if she ever listens, she can laugh about it. But there was a, there was a girl in the show um, called Eleanor. And um, for some reason, the way she looked reminded me of a character from the film. Yeah. So when I, I then, about six months later, when I started this stage school, I was like, I recognise her. She was in Annie. And um, I thought she was famous because I thought anybody that was on stage was famous. Um, yeah. So I got a bit starstruck when I met her. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, we're, we're still really good mates now, but I don't know if I told you that, but yeah, let's yeah. move on, shall we? No, but, but this is the thing, it just brings, I love it, brings yeah. back memories yeah. and uh, reminds you of, of, of stuff that you've done. And also why, how those connections with wanting to be connected to theatre mm-hmm. as, as you grow up yeah. as well, which I think is brilliant. All right, next show, what have we got? Next show, so uh, Stickman, actually. Uh, oh. So another great kids one, yeah. um, selling really well, actually. So if you haven't got your tickets, got your tickets. Yeah. Old salesy thing. Uh, it's a really fun, it's one of obviously Julia Donaldson and um, Axel, is it Scheffler? My pronunciation isn't always the best. I'm, I, um, I'll go with that. We'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, Gruffalo, all the great kids stories. So I think yeah. it actually celebrates its 10th anniversary or something. So it's and I, know, I, I have worked in schools as mm. well, and I know it is a book that if, if you've got preschool, infant age children, get them to read it because yeah. it might, might come in handy for some of the stuff they do Never in lessons know, yeah. at some point yeah. as well but uh, oh Julie Donaldson brilliant all this good stuff isn't it yeah room in, a, room in a broom that's Julie Donaldson yeah, it, yeah, it? Yeah. yeah 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 but um yeah it's uh I do miss reading those kind of books to my do children you? so you see you don't even need children to come to these shows you, you know if you just along, want yeah. to relive your childhood <laughs> or relive those days when your children were younger that's too it right, come along right, yeah, yeah absolutely brilliant what I else should, uh, what else we got we've actually got the beginning of our royal opera house screeners as well so it's don giovanni is our first one this season um so we screen well, probably about eight between i think it's about an eight month period which starts in october and probably goes through till may june time uh, they're basically screenings from Royal Opera House, I suppose, so the clues in the title there, and we get just operas and ballets and some really good stuff on there. Um, basically, we set up the. Have you been to one of the live? Screen, yeah, yeah. So we bring one. Of the, we just uh, Ian, the backstage lads, Steve and Bailey. They come and set a nice screen up and get some great sound going behind it, and it's almost like being there yourself. You can watch a live opera or a ballet by in our in our auditorium without having to go to London. Obviously, you don't have to pay the price of a train, t- exactly. train ticket. Yeah, and whatever yeah. a Covent Garden drink however much that is nowadays. So. <laughs> 20 quid for a glass of wine and the rest, yeah. Whatever. yeah yeah so that's really good um so that's coming and uh we've got another uh take that tribute coming as well so i don't oh. rule the world i think there's actually a pop-up banner behind have we got one? Yes. Oh yeah yeah oh, you can't, we like can't the see boys. that on podcast but well i know but we like the boys. Well, if, if last night, we, as we were saying, the, the, the launch that we had of the, the new season mm. in, in the Prosecco Bar and Bistro, Dan Hadfield, he um, does a show completely all Gary Barlow. Yeah. He's very well known in, yeah. in Lincoln and further afield now as well. Yes. This, is, this, this is what he does. But uh, yeah, take that tributes. Um, yeah. Ladies of a certain age, my age, which I'm not going to give away, <laughs> uh, it's... A good night. Yeah, I think I'd even come on to that. I'd love a bit of take that. Yeah. Me and my mum went to see Gary Barlow a couple of years ago at Blenheim Palace, actually. That was a good night out there, yeah. I bet, I bet. My dad was, my dad was uh, unavailable, apparently. <laughs> That's the reason I'm going, going No, I'm busy. I'm busy that night. I'm busy. Ollie, you need to go with your mother. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but this is also the other thing. Tribute mm. bands are big. Huge, huge, yeah. And... You know that obviously the bands aren't touring all the time, but if you want to listen to some of your favourite songs and your live music, yeah. and you go along and you're hearing the songs that you know and you can sing along and have a bit of a dance too, um, come along. That's the, the when a tribute comes, it, it's the atmosphere for me as well. It's just everybody has a great time. But the standard really high. I, I, I've been to a lot of the shows here where it's 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 tribute bands, and some people may poo poo it a little bit, yeah. but don't because the standard of the musicianship. The, the vocalist really good. 
really, really it's good. It's amazing. You know, it's this, these guys, it's their bread and butter. They're doing it day in, day out, and they are getting it spot yeah. on. And often they're super fans as well. Mm. So they've often got great little stories and stuff about how they've met some of the, the guys, you know, might have met Gary Barlow or Robbie or something. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. brilliant. Yeah. Come along. It'll be good. Yes. It'll be good we'll night. See you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about um, tributes, one that's probably weirdly up my street even more is the Carol King. Um, so it's not beautiful. Have you seen Beautiful the Musical? No, oh, I haven't. That's insane. You'd recommend so, it. So so good. Yeah. And um, if you ever get a chance, yeah. So it's not that, but it is. Um, it's a tribute to Carol King, but it kind of goes through her life as well. So there is a storyline to it, I believe. Um, so we'll go through all her all her greatest hits, which is so so many. That's a, yeah. You, you you forget the number of songs that she has yeah. done and who she Ridiculous. worked with because she was because she kind of worked a bit with Neil Sedaka and that she did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so that she's Aretha Franklin's and yeah I'm going mind blank now but everybody in yeah. between the, the monkeys she worked with the monkeys or the Shirelles yeah oh, tons of them tons of them she's absolutely talent very very yeah. talented lady so it it, it, it it kind of covers the story of her life a, a as far as my yeah. does yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so from from her beginnings in New York through to her at the in LA the, the was it Troubadour is that the name of mm. the famous bit there and I suppose it'll probably cover the Tapestry album which is one of the best albums yeah. I've listened to me now I'm gonna off. well we're recording this on a Friday so Friday night glass of wine get the CDs get out. it out of there yeah, yeah definitely or to download I imagine it when I get home actually yeah, yeah there you go right. in the car. that's the weekend sorted there you are you're Marvellous. welcome <laughs> <laughs> good stuff what's next on um, the we've list? also got um, going back I've gone out of order here slightly but um, we've got um Chantry Dance, who have come here a couple of times before, so they brought um, uh, Diaz for Dracula, I believe was the one they brought before. Um, it's a kind of a, a, a ballet contemporary kind of uh, company, and um, the leading part of Alice is being played by Shannon Parker, who was part of the Pete and Shannon, who were on Britain's Got Talent, oh, got to the finals, right. also on Sky's Got to Dance. So this, she's, a, she's also a principal dancer for like um, Northern Ballet, so she's yeah. top, top, top. Because Chantry Dance, mm. they also have a dance school they do as indeed, well. Yeah. They're, they're a, are they Stamford based? They're a sort of a Lincolnshire based. I'm yeah. sure they're, they're, yeah. they're sort of on the border of the county. Yeah, so. some of the schools I've come to see have been able to book in workshops with them and stuff. So that's it's, it's more, see, that, that's a great thing about theatre as well. It's not just about the show sometimes. It's yeah. people that work in the arts really do care about it and kind of keeping, keeping it going. And these guys are doing a great job of offering these workshops outside, mm. going yeah. that extra mile, really. And there's actually um, a young man called James Kelly who performed in Pandas here years ago, who's actually in the company as well, so that's really good oh, wow. to have a Lincoln-grown talent yeah. back on the stage. But I can remember, I, for, uh, this is going back many, mm. many years, I did GCSE um, drama and theatre arts, mm -hmm. and to be act to actually get that opportunity, okay, you come and see a show, which you know you're then going to go back to school and you're going to write about it and stuff, but then the actors, the dancers, or whoever, to come and sit on the edge of the stage at the end and talk to you it's like oh they're normal human beings yeah, as well as yeah. being performers um and like you say those workshops as well can just it's amazing it can make, it can make a difference can't it sometimes yeah it yeah really help you make the decision about yeah. what you want to do yeah. yourself in the future Definitely. brilliant stuff all right where, where are we on the list we're about halfway through October. how much time we got <laughs> <laughs> we've got as much time as we oh, like we it's go. our podcast we can do what we want with it of course it. we can yeah. um right place wrong time is another play we've got coming um so people might go, oh, what's that? If you've seen Seriously, Seriously Dead is a show that came back in 2017, I believe. And so far as aware, it's the same show, but it's just re retitled Right yeah. Place, Wrong Time. Um, so it's, it's a, a comedy farce um, starring Tommy Cannon, 
uh, Chrissy Rock and Billy Pierce. So it's a star-studded cast. Fantastic. That's really good. It's written by Chrissy Rock and Leah Bell. Um, it's actually a really good fun night of a comedy, I believe, about passing. Uh, that life still goes on, even if life ends. It's a bit cryptic, I suppose, in that yeah. there. there's yeah. a second life after, but we'll not, we'll not get too deep into that. But. Okay, you're teasing. Yeah, yeah. that's you're what I'm going to try and do there. Yeah, tease Draw them in. Draw them yeah, in. absolutely. <laughs> uh, we've, got, we've got more uh, more tributes as well, so Buddy Holland and Cricketers. Um, that's a really high standard uh, tribute, that one. I've seen that one before. Um, so that should be good. Yeah. All your Buddy Holly's favourites in there. Yeah, well, I know a few weeks ago mm. there was another show, wasn't there, that um, it, it was marking all those greats like Buddy Holly, a lot of the 50s stars yes, yeah. as well. Um, God, I'm just trying to think. Ricky Valance and yes, Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison, that, they, yes. that, that kind of ilk as yes. well. Amazing night. And uh, Buddy Holly, uh, the guy who, who was playing Buddy mm. Holly, was absolutely Really well, they they all were, um, and uh, I I was here that night, and it did bring a tear to my yeah. eye a little bit. He was he was such brilliant. A, such an iconic, well, far too young, wasn't he? To be fair, yeah, I think he was only around for about eighteen months. But the amount of number ones he had in those eighteen months is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, and so young when he died in yeah. a plane crash yeah. as well. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, and that brought a tear to the eye yeah. as well because they, they did that in, they the, did in the, the production. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. But come and see that. Yes, that should be a really good night. That toe tapping night. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Lee Memphis King, um, one night of Elvis. Um, this is another. He's so he's toured everywhere around Europe. Really, he's a really uh, popular tribute to Elvis. I know there's a few around there, but he is one of the one of the best out there. So that's a really good night. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Again, another guy who well, he was only what 40, 42 yeah, or something when he died. You just think, what more could he have this done? Is, this is it. Yeah. All, all, all the greats, and it? it's all the greats. Your Freddie yeah. Mercury's. Yeah. yeah. After a summer of cricket, it's been a really good summer of cricket. Are you a cricket fan or not? I like I like cricket. I'm the same. Yeah. But I think after the summer, I bloom and love it. It's really got me back into it. Um, so, kind of going back with slightly, and right at the end of September, we've got um, Jonathan Agnew coming in for an, wow. an evening with Aggers. And where he'll kind of tell us all about not only his playing career but all his tales from the commentary box as well. Do you know, I on long car journeys, mm. I love listening to test match, test yeah. match special, yeah. um, the stories of the cakes, and do you know, it's hilarious. It, they just have you in tears sometimes. Yeah. Him and Henry both, you know, it's like, <laughs> what's, what? it's not a proper job, is no. it? This guy's been paid to do this. I need to have Could words with him. How did you get yeah. that job? No, true. <laughs> But yeah, Jonathan Agnew. Yes, yeah, so that should be a really yeah. good night. And then uh, in October, I think it's the 22nd of October, we've got uh, David Gower. So he's just, I believe, finished with Sky, but he was obviously yeah. pre pre presented throughout the whole of the Ashes series. Um, England, cricket captain. So he's got some good stories there as well. So yeah. if you're a cr cricket or sport, or even if you're not, if you just want a good old story, I think that's a... Yeah, the, these evenings are really entertaining, yeah. aren't they? You get some real you good... Get some proper gems, stuff. don't you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Where, where are we at on the list? Let's have a look. Uh, another kids one, actually. Captain Flint and the Pirate Dinosaurs. Uh, the Magic Cutlass is the... I know, in the office, you were just going to all talk like pirates. Well, you should, it, apparently, yesterday, it was Talk Like Pirate Day. Oh, was it? So we, we were doing our best Uaros <laughs> in there. I don't know if that was a pirate or a farmer, really, but... Uh, Uara, yeah. Um, yeah. Uara me Arties. Yeah. No, yeah, we yeah. were that. We were yeah. pirate. Yeah, that would um, be too. So, yeah, that should be really good fun. That I've... It's not, I'll be honest with you, it's not a one that I'm f familiar with myself, yeah. but I've, it's done really well in the Edinburgh Fringe and I've been watching the, the videos and the production photos and stuff and it, it looks really good fun. Yeah. It's basically a dinosaur dressed up in a, as a pirate, so 
What is there not to love about it? That just encompasses everything that preschoolers and exactly, infant yeah. school aged children love. Pirates and dinosaurs. What more could you want? They love them. Yeah. Brilliant. That ticks so many boxes. <laughs> so that should be a really good, that's yeah, a really, really fun excellent, day. Yeah. I think that falls in half term as well, so Oh, Perfect brilliant. Timing. Yeah, yeah. Because October half term, it's always one of those funny ones, isn't it? Where the weather is not necessarily brilliant. So you've got to think of those yeah, like indoor of, yeah, ideas. Yeah. Perfect. There you are. We've got you sorted. We've got yeah. you sorted. You've been listening to In the Green Room, the podcast from the new Theatre Royal Lincoln. Lots more shows coming up in October, including the fabulous Comedy Night at the Royal on the 24th of October. All forthcoming show information and ticket details can be found on our website, uk. My thanks to Ollie Rushby for being our podcast guest this time round. You'll find all our details on Facebook, on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for NTR Lincoln.